Hi, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. So lately, I have gotten a lot of Instagram messages and Facebook messages and emails about breakups. Seems like there's a lot of you who are going through heartache and are struggling to navigate it, which I totally understand because there's not much that feels worse than heartache from ending a romantic relationship. But trust me, although it feels awful right now, you will be okay. And you even are okay right now, even if you really don't feel like it. Not all romantic relationships are supposed to last forever. Before I dive into some of my tips for navigating a breakup, I want to speak to all your freelancers out there. You know the worst part of being a freelancer? Paperwork. Tracking your hours, formatting estimate, taxes, capturing your expenses, chasing life's payment, invoices, proposals. The good news is our friends at FreshBook have created ridiculously easy cloud accounting software for freelancers that turns tackling these time-sucking, never-ending tasks into no big thing. Send a polished invoice in 30 seconds. Set yourself up to get paid online in two clicks and manage your expenses by taking pictures of receipts from your phone. Oh, and if you need to whip up a quick proposal to land the gig, FreshBooks has got you covered. Now you can include an outline of your project, scope of work, and timeline as part of your estimate. No more switching software, no more fussing over style and formatting, and most importantly, no more wasting your precious time. To find out all the ways FreshBooks will transform how you deal with your paperwork, go to freshbooks.com slash Christine and enter over it and on with it on the how did you hear about us section. Okay, now back to relationship and navigating a breakup. Some come with what I call an expiration date. And we've talked about that a lot on the show, meaning that they're supposed to end after they've served their purpose. We think the purpose of a romantic relationship is to last forever and to get us to happily ever after, but the true purpose of a relationship from a spiritual perspective is to serve as a mirror, give us the opportunity to see and heal our issues, learn major life lessons, grow our consciousness, and open ourselves up to learn even more. And sometimes a relationship has to end for us to learn the lessons that are most valuable to our growth. I know that knowing that doesn't make heartache disappear and you have my compassion if your heart is hurting. The good news is that you won't feel like this forever. I can think back to some of my most devastating breakups and I just thought I'd never get over it. I thought I'd never get to the other side of it. I thought I'd never find anybody else that was like that person and none of that was true. I did get over it. I did get to the other side of it. My heart did heal in every breakup that I've had, whether I initiated it or I got broken up with, led to tremendous, tremendous growth. Everyone serve me. So promise, good news, you won't feel like this forever. And the even better news is that on the other side of a breakup is a breakthrough. But in order to get to the breakthrough, full of all the great lessons this relationship served up and to fall deeper in love with yourself, you have to get through the yucky part of the initial separation. After navigating my own breakups and helping lots of people through theirs, I've seen their ways to expedite your healing process and avoid unnecessary struggle. A breakup is bad enough and you may be engaging in behavior that is making it even worse. So there are five things you can do immediately to ease the pain of your breakup and get to your breakthrough a lot sooner. All right, my first tip, and this is possibly the most challenging for a lot of people, but yet the most important, no contact with your ex. And by no contact, I mean zero, nada, zilch, no communication of any kind. And I'm going to get to if you have kids or a pet you share. So no phone calls, no texts, no email, no tweeting, no Facebooking, no Instagram stalking or any other form of communication. In fact, I suggest unfollowing them. 
Now in the last breakup that I had, as soon as it was clear, we were done. Goodbye. Thank you very much. He was like, can we be friends? I said, nope, sorry. (laughs) Unfollowed, got him out of my space. And that really helps us move on even more quickly when that person isn't in our energetic real estate space anymore. So don't buy into the misunderstanding as well that you're going to help each other through it. You're broken up for a reason. It's time to get to know yourself again. Even if the split is amicable, it's important you both go your own way and stop leaning on each other because that keeps you emotionally and energetically tied. Now, I understand you might have a very conscious uncoupling. You may think, oh my gosh, we're totally friends. We can do this. But honestly, if you want to draw in another relationship and you want to deepen your relationship with yourself, some time apart is going to serve both of you. I'm not saying you have to do it forever, but it's very, very important to spend some time apart. You prolong your healing process and maybe preventing learning the lessons you need to learn by continuing to have contact. Please don't lie to yourself by trying to convince yourself you can immediately transition to being friends. If down the road you want to be friends, that may be possible, but don't expect it now. I'm friends with some of the people that I was in relationships with in the past, but it wasn't something that we did immediately. Give yourself at least six months of no contact if the relationship was less than a year and at least a year of no contact if the relationship was longer than a year. Trust me, this is one of the most empowering action steps you can take. Resist the temptation to reach out to your ex or stalk them on social media when you're feeling sad. He or she is not the person to help you and you are not the person to help your ex during this time, unless you want to hang out in codependency and delay your breakup. Let your ex go, release them, and embrace you. Lean on yourself, your friends, your family, and your higher power. Second, go on an ex detox. Purge everything and anything that reminds you of your ex. Get rid of all the physical reminders like pictures, articles, clothing, playlists on your iPod, gifts that trigger memories, and so on. If you don't want to actually throw physical items away, pack them up in a box and find a friend's place where you can store it. Stop going to restaurants you frequented together. If you worked out at the same place, switch gyms. Stop driving by your ex's place. Do this immediately. It's unhealthy to allow your ex's presence via memories to linger in your life when they're not physically present anymore. And unfriend them on Facebook. Like I was saying, step one, you don't want to be following them on social media, as well as unfriending their friends and family so you don't have to see status updates and torture yourself via Facebook stalking. Now, if you have some self-control, you don't have to unfriend people. Just stop following them so they don't show up in your feed. Yes, I know this seems drastic, but if you want to heal and move on, These kind of big steps help you do that faster. If you feel bad on friending people, send them a message that says, I'm focusing on my healing from my breakup with your ex's name. I'm so glad I met you through a relationship and value our connection and service to my healing. I'm unfriending close friends and family members I knew through ex's name again. Please understand this is not personal at all with love and then sign your name. Detoxing your ex is crucial because in order to accept the present and move on to the future, you have to eliminate the reminders of the past and the future is going to be even better. I promise. Next, and this is the third tip, schedule time to grieve and then get on with it. A grieving process full of feelings like anger and sadness and even regret is par for the breakup course. It's important to cry all your tears, but not drown in them. I see a lot of people get very stuck in their emotions and lose momentum in their life during a breakup. Another common tendency is to become addicted to the suffering as a way to hang on to the relationship. So what I recommend is to set a 15-minute time period. You can do longer if you need to. 
in the morning and at night to feel your feelings around the breakup. You can use this time to cry, scream, journal, punch a pillow, ask why, entertain the irrational thoughts that are usually part of a breakup process and do whatever else you feel like is going to help you just get it out of your system. But when the time limit is up, like when that 15 minute timer goes up, you must stop and move forward with your life. The only exception is if you have a session with a coach or counselor, which I highly recommend during a breakup because it's such a rich time for self-discovery and healing. During the day between your process periods, if you find yourself getting emotionalized, paralyzed by the past, or moving into obsessive thinking about your ex, remind yourself of your scheduled time and save it for then. I came up with this process during my most brutal breakup back in my 20s and it really helped. Sticking to my 15-minute morning and night grief time supporting me and getting unstuck in my life. I even wore a rubber band around my wrist and I give myself a gentle little snap when I was tempted to travel to grief or paralysis by analysis territory during the day. Over time, I noticed the 15 minutes felt too long, so I gradually decreased it until I had truly transitioned from breakup to breakthrough. And you can too. Your life is now and ahead of you. Okay, so before I go to tips four and five, I want to speak about if you have children or even animals, because I know that a lot of people in a breakup share custody of animals too. So the no contact with your ex thing may be a little bit harder and going on ex detox obviously is going to be a little harder too, because you have children or an animal that are going to remind you of that person. So I think, especially with children, very, very important to have a coach or a counselor navigate that both for you and the children and to set up a means of a communication, to have boundaries around the communication. So maybe you decide you only communicate via text or via email. Maybe you decide you talk once a day to handle the kid's situation. I think written communication probably is a little bit better because you're not hearing that person's voice. Just very, very firm, clear boundaries around what the communication is going to be, what the pick up and drop up times are going to be, what the protocol is going to be, what the guidelines are going to be about introducing new people into your children's life. All of that needs to be super, super, super crystal clear. And I still recommend doing a detox as much as you can. Getting rid of as many reminders as you can really, really will help you move on. Okay, so let's go on to tips four and five. Tip four, leave La La Land. During a breakup and recently after, the tendency is to fantasize and remember all the wonderful things about your ex. And there are wonderful things about him or her, otherwise you wouldn't have been in the relationship. But you have to remember the truth. There are things that were not aligned and did not serve your highest good. Even if you were the one who was broken up with, there are things about your ex that did not work for you. Be really honest with yourself about that. Get him or her off any pedestal. Remember, you are the source of your love, not your ex. The universe is your ultimate source of unconditional love and happiness, not your ex. Make a list of all your ex's undesirable qualities and the reasons the relationship was not a fit and look at it for a little reality check when you go to la-la land. Write it from a neutral rather than vengeful point of view. In other words, stick to the facts rather than going to blame. The purpose of this list is not to vilify your ex or make him or her wrong, but rather to anchor you to reality. Sometimes the simple reason of the person didn't want to be with me and I deserve to be with someone who's really ready, willing, and wanting me is all the reasoning you need. Have friends in your life who will deliver a reality check to you when you need it by reminding you of what was not a fit. Have them on speed dial anytime you're headed towards La La Land. Trust divine planning and release fantasies of what was or what could have, should have, would have been. If your relationship was meant to be, it would have been. And if it's meant to come back around, it will. But let go of it completely first. 
And now for my final tip. And of course, there are a lot of tips when it comes to navigating a breakup, but these are my five favorites because I've really seen them work. So next, write a completion letter. This is a powerful process that will help you really uncover the lessons from your breakup and support you in releasing attachments to your ex. This is not a letter you ever send or share with your ex. It's just for you. It's for your own process. So set aside some sacred time to write this letter. Light a candle before you begin and set an intention for healing, clarity, grace, and whatever else you'd like to experience. Actually handwrite this letter rather than typing it because writing with your hand accesses the part of your brain where more of your emotions and intuition are sourced. Here are three paragraph starters that you can use for your completion letter. First one, I'm saying goodbye because, or this is over because, or I'm letting you go because, and then write as much as you can. Next, I learned from you, or you taught me. And finally, thank you for. Write as much as you can. Like I said, for each one, don't edit yourself. Really let it flow and allow whatever comes forward to come. You can continue to add to this letter as much as you want. Your completion letter will become one of your key sources from which you can really get the lessons this relationship is teaching you. If you're craving quote unquote closure, this will get you there. You do not need communication with your ex to have closure. It's something you can 100% do on your own. So I hope that was helpful. Five ways you can get from breakup to breakthrough with a lot more ease and grace. Along the way, remember, you will get through this. It won't hurt this badly forever. You will heal and feel happy again. You do not have to protect your heart by closing it down or hardening it. Keep opening to love. Love is all around you. Reach out for support. You don't have to do this on your own. Utilize this time to love yourself even more. And just because your ex is not in your life does not mean there's less love in your life. The relationship may be over, but the love you shared will never die because it always belongs to you. You are so worthy of the loving relationship you desire, and this is just a step along the way. Be gentle with yourself during your breakup. Your breakthrough is just around the corner. And before I sign off, I want to talk to all of you graphic designers, video editors, Photoshop, Illustrator users, people that really work from home who need a high-performance laptop. I'm going to tell you about how to get 10% off on select 8th generation Intel powered HP PCs. So when it comes to technology, there's a big difference between computer grade and business class PCs. For example, performance, many consumer grade processors and mobile operating systems prioritize battery life over processing power. Business class PCs offer both better performance and longer battery. Support. Every HP Elite PC comes with HP Elite Premium Support, providing round-the-clock dedicated service from U.S.-based specialists. Software and security. Business class devices help their users take advantage of their advanced features with free bundled software that is not available on consumer-grade PCs. Design. To create images that have the impact you want as a graphic designer, for example, you need a laptop with high computing power that can handle multiple functions. And finally, reliability. HP Elite PCs are designed to pass all kinds of testing, like really high testing, to make sure that they can really rise to the challenge and ensure durability. So to get an extra 10% off on select 8th generation Intel-powered PCs, go to hp.com slash over it again hp.com slash over it all right everybody that's the show for today much love and many blessings